This week's episode of Enchanted Tiki Talk is brought to you by Kingdom Strollers, providing premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to Orlando area or Disney Resort free of charge. You choose the time of delivery and pickup and we do the rest. It couldn't be easier. Book your Kingdom Stroller rental today by visiting KingdomStrollers.com and Mickey Monthly, the Disney fans' monthly subscription box. Visit them at MickeyMonthly.com. If you can't visit the parks, have the parks sent to you. And by MousePros.com. Let these Disney travel specialists help plan your next Disney vacation. MousePros.com offers free concierge service to help guide you every step of the way in planning your perfect Disney vacation. Let them sweat the details so you can focus on the fun. Visit MousePros.com for a free no-obligation quote. Ask for Tiki Bird Sean or any of our friendly agents. And now, on with the show! Ladies and gentlemen, no flashbulbs, please. Our performers are temperamental and easily upset. Thank you for your cooperation. Oh, look at all the people. My goodness, you're all staring at us. We better start the show rolling. Wait, wait. We forgot to wake up the Glee Club. Hey, howdy, hey, and welcome to Enchanted Tiki Talk. We are your hosts. I'm Sean. I'm Keith. I'm Matt. I'm Scott. And I'm Alan. So grab yourself a Dole Whip or a citrus roll, pull up a chair, and enjoy the show. This is episode 175 for the week of February 26, 2017. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Enchanted Tiki Talk. Once again, in the Tiki Hut, I have uh, over here on my left is Keith. Hello, hello. On my right is Matt. I've always heard I was the right hand man. Yeah. And in the center is Scott. Scott, we forgot to have a vote last week on the episode to decide to keep you on the show. So we have to return to that. And this week, I'm going to say yes, just because you have something to tell us in terms of Rivers of Light. So my vote is yes this week. Matt? Uh, He can stay long enough to to talk about that. (laughs) Since he didn't do any of the other stuff we asked him to do after the show. We that's can... true. Yeah. That's... Blame technology. Right. No, blame Canada. Those flapping oh, heads so too. full of lies. <laughs> I'm a lumberjack now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Scott, so I know that you got to see Rivers of Light, which is which is not wishes or illuminations. So why don't you wishes. tell... Wishes! Sorry. <laughs> Great. It's automatic. I can't help it. it just, as soon as I hear that word, that comes up. Why don't you tell everybody out there your impressions on the show itself? Yeah, so I didn't have Fast Pass for the very first night it came out. I was able to get it for the second night, which I guess worked out because I guess there was a couple kinks the first night. And we saw the first showing on the second night. They do two showings a night. Um, our fast pass was for 6.30 to 7 o'clock. Show started at 7.15. So we got there. There was uh, There's two seatings for the area. If, if you're not familiar with how the theater has been set up, you've got the seating pretty much right in front of Everest, which is the Asia side, and then another one past the bridge over towards the Nemo uh, theater, which is the, the Africa or the, I guess they call it the Dinoland side. So that's going to be mainly the dining reservation and the standby where the Asia side is pretty much all for fast pass. So we got there and we got about halfway through. Um, I guess there was an earlier fast pass and we got, I think it was second row seating. I guess there's two different types of seating. The first three or four rows are a, a stone ledge kind of seating, which are, are wider for how they've got it, for how much room you get to sit and uh, 
little more leg room and then I guess it's wooden benches behind which is, is less room for everything else. So we had nice viewing, I said second row, right pretty much in the center. Started out great, they uh, do about a 15 minute pre-show which is pretty much the lotus blossom flowers that go out. There's four of them that just kind of go around the, the lagoon out there and they've got some lasers pointed on the trees that are back towards flame tree which make it look like little fireflies in the tree and you'll see animal shadows go by which was really cool and you hear the animals in the distance. And then show starts, you've got a couple of boats come out and there's four floats that have animals on them which are absolutely incredible. I, I posted some of the pictures on our social media but they kind of look like stained glass and, and really cool. Love the, uh, the music with it. It's all original. A lot of people say they don't really understand the story. You know, the story is very, I say subliminal, but it's it's very underlying within the whole aspect of it. But a lot of really cool water projections um, and just a, a, a cool feeling with everything. There's no fireworks, obviously, because of it being Animal Kingdom. But what they do with the projections on the water, I mean, there's animals that physically look like they're walking towards you and, and just extremely real looking. Uh, when you compare it to like something like what's on the water screens at Fantasmic. But absolutely loved it. I would say it's probably about a, a 9 out of 10. Uh, I'm excited to go back. Highly recommend it for anyone that can get to it. If you're doing standby, get there very early. I guess that part fills up just because there's very few seats for that. But if you've got the chance, see it. Probably one of the most visually appealing shows that Disney's put on. And I think it's only going to get better and more people will understand it and everything else. So go see it. My big question is, you have a choice between a wooden bench and a stone. It doesn't sound like it's very comfortable. But they sell them stadium seat pads now, so you can... <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Another <laughs> ad. Like, they couldn't just make like the seats comfortable. For one of those. Yeah. Nah. Probably no different than the uh, Fantasmic metal type seating. Like I said, being on the stone part, I, I mean, they were wide and... Um, deep, so I thought there was plenty of room there, especially I mean, even where I was sitting, I had enough room for myself and the diaper bag next to me. Well, I mean, at least you enjoyed it. I know that for the most part, the reviews were were positive for the show, so that's a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't understand the almost year delay. I mean, I know there's some technical aspects of boats crashing and everything else, but to say it was actually something as far as the the show. Now, to compare it to Jungle Book. The Jungle Book show was absolutely horrible. You couldn't see the water projections. You couldn't really see much of anything. Where now it seems like they've moved the water cannons closer to where you sit. So you can see them a lot better. Um, so, you know, maybe it was those kind of technical aspects of getting the actual logistics part of it down. Yeah, it could be. All right, cool. Thanks, Scott. We're going to take this little break and we'll be back with the show. And we are back from break. So this week on the show, when visiting a Disney theme park, we know it's all about riding some attractions, eating some great snacks, and spending time with family. But beyond that, sometimes it's just a whole lot of fun. So this week, we're going to talk about some things that make us laugh on attractions or things inside the park. Interesting show topic here for things that are funny on attractions or or whatever you think is funny in some of the attractions this is a we opened this actually we also opened this up to social media to see what you know the listeners out there thought of funny things and there were some interesting things that people thought were funny but i know one of the things that i thought was funny 
and honestly really the whole show is funny was gonna be Mupp Vision 3D. There's so many lines in that attraction that have always made me laugh. And one of the, the lines that I've always loved the most in there was when you hear, uh, oh, I just, no, I just had a brain fart, was it the two old guys up on the. Uh, Statler and Waldorf. Yeah, thank you, Statler and Waldorf. Um, when they go, hey, look at the guy in the goofy mask. And he goes, that's no mask. He goes, oh, sorry, lady. That's always funny. That always makes me laugh. Even though I've seen it, you know, 10, 15 times. I always laugh at that, you know, so that's just one of those funny things. There's, there's so many things in Muppets that are funny. And that's just one thing that I that I enjoy about that attraction and many other attractions that make you laugh because it makes you come back because you've enjoyed it so much. That and all the, the, the gags and the pre-show and everything. I mean, right. that whole attraction, there's just so many things that are, are funny about it. I, I'm one of the few that I enjoy it, but I, I think it still needs to be updated. But yeah, it's still go, good to go and, and get a good laugh or two in. Yeah, it, it would be nice if it was updated a little bit. But yeah, it's still overall, it's still a funny show. Even just the cue and all the props and all the little hidden things, you know, the key under the mat and all the other right. things that really make that attraction whole. The sayings on the, the crates and uh, right. and stuff is really funny too. Yeah, it, it just inside of the queue lines, just like take a minute or two and look around and don't just like focus on uh, the TV screens. Just take a look around you uh, because everywhere inside of there it has like jokes and gags and it's really really funny. I think that one of mine, it's not so much the attraction itself, but if you do like a single rider, I do um, a lot. Like uh, the bigger uh, the coasters and stuff, a single rider just because of my wife's not a big fan. But it's always fun to ride that ride with a first-time rider. I've done it quite a few times on Everest and Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster. But it's always fun to kind of see like their reactions to the attractions for the first time, especially at the broken track on uh, Expedition Everest. It's always funny to, to see a face of just like confusion and questioning and wondering uh what's up next and um that's always fun for me yeah you said tower terror i can remember it was one of the first couple of times i had rode it and i think i rode with my dad well everybody's exiting the elevator and there there's this one man i think he was sitting right in the middle of the top row and everything everybody had got off the elevator and he was frozen i mean he had not moved <laughs> i don't think he blinked and it was one of those I was starting to kind of get worried. I was like, you know, do they need to call somebody for this guy? Because, I mean, literally everybody walked <laughs> off. He hadn't unbuckled. He was just sitting there just staring straight ahead like he had no clue what had just happened and was perfectly fine just staying on that elevator. This last trip on uh, Everest, I was riding uh, with a guy and we kind of we stopped at the broken track. And uh, <laughs> he just kind of like he looked over uh, at me and was like, like now what? And I just like I kind of looked at him and pointed backwards. And as soon as I pointed backwards, the coaster shot backwards, and he just started screaming. And it was just I was just cracking up laughing. It, it was a blast. It's almost like that you're um, experiencing it for the first time again, and that's what is enjoyable for me about that experience. Yeah, it does make a difference when you're on there with somebody who's never been on an attraction before. It adds that another level of excitement because you, like you said, you're you're experience, you're almost like experiencing it for the first time again because that person gets so much enjoyment out of it. And it's it's just funny seeing, watching how people react on certain attractions because you could just laugh. You know, certain things are coming, or 
that might be fun or might not even be funny, but that person doesn't know and the, their anticipation is like, oh, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And you're just laughing inside. Be like, oh, yeah, you're going to, you know, you're going to get it. <laughs> like on on Splash Mountain when you're, I, I took it away from anybody, but a lot of times people think the big jump is one of the first couple of, of yeah. falls. And that's not it until you get at the end. So it's just funny, like, oh, they're going, here we go, here we go, here we go. It's coming. And no, it's not the big jump. You know, it's not the big drop. So <laughs> it's always fun listening to, to people's first time uh, conversations on an attraction. Kind of going off of Keith's mind, I guess, kind of is more of a, a personal funny thing as opposed to an actual attraction. But we had gone, again, Tower of Terror. Uh, my youngest brother... He got on it for the first time. He, he had no clue what you know a 13-story drop was about. He gets off the ride. We go to get back on it. And the funny part was every time we go to get back on, we would get right up to get ready to queue and go in the elevator. And he would come up with some random excuse. It was either, <laughs> oh, my leg hurts. Or, oh, I got to go to the bathroom. Or, oh, I need a drink or something. But he would always find some way at the last minute to come up with an excuse so he wouldn't have to get on the elevator instead of just saying, you know what? I don't want to do this again. So that was just, like I said, just a personal story that we always get a kick out because every time we go in there, we give them crap about it. So that's like something Scott would do when we ask him <laughs> to take uh, pictures or record a conversation he's having with somebody at like a, a new show that's opening up at animal kingdom that might be called rivers of light. And he says his phone dies. <laughs> it's like one of those things, you know, just make excuses. <laughs> I still want to find out, if it was really planned for them to have a ride based on an elevator dropping and the chicken exit, you have to go into an actual elevator to get out the ride. I mean, that just sounds <laughs> like the worst funny. possible planning that you could possibly uh-huh. have. Uh, that's Imagineering at its finest right there. <laughs> there was a meeting somewhere and they were like, hey, you know what would be funny? <laughs> so we made the chicken exit <laughs> like an elevator. And I guess Scott left. Bueller. Bueller. He's officially booted. Yep, he's gone. Well, we did actually, we voted him off like after his explanation <laughs> of President's Light. So that's true. I he guess it does off. kind of fit. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's all right. So another one, another one for me, once again, getting back to an attraction here would be uh, I love the Jungle Cruise. There's so many funny lines on there that, but one of my, one of the funniest things that always makes, no matter what it is, it always makes me laugh. Is when they go, I've seen butterflies whose wingspan goes from 12 inches to a whole whopping one foot. That is the yeah. funniest thing. And so many people don't get that. You know, I'm laughing. I'm here. I'm sitting here laughing or giggling, whatever it is. And nobody else is making a sound like either they didn't get it or they're just not paying attention. So I don't understand. I'm like, why could you not laugh at that? It's hilarious. I will say uh, a lot of that attraction I'll go through and watch people and you can see I don't know if they're either not listening or just takes them longer to process, but you can see on their face, they're just this blank stare, and then all of a sudden it clicks, and they're like, oh, oh, he was making a joke. I get it now. (laughs) (laughs) This last trip was our first time uh, with uh, the Jingle Cruise with the uh, Christmas overlay, and man, to start off, the skipper was just amazing. Um, He uh, was actually the best one that we've ever had, but... Man, the jokes were so just like corny and cheesy, but like I sat there the entire ride and just cracked up laughing. Like favorite one was the poinsettia, the joke, because he was like, yeah, there's these uh, indigenous plants. There are the poinsettias. And then he starts to actually just like point and he's like, there's a setta, there's a setta. 
there's <laughs> and like he just like <laughs> keeps on like pointing at him and and like <laughs> I just <laughs> like cracked up laughing oh, and, and uh, <laughs> I think that the other people that <laughs> was on the cruise they thought that I was nuts but <laughs> well <laughs> which is true but yeah. but you know no nah, <laughs> to point that out is you know is rude but um <laughs> but I was just cracking up it was it was really really funny but I think that that whole attraction is so dependent with the skipper. If you get a like a fantastic one, it's a fun, entertaining ride. If you get a bad one, it's just it ruins the attraction. So it's hit and miss with the skippers. I think the funniest thing I've heard with the Jungle Cruise, Dan over at uh, WDW Park Hopper just recently put out an episode where the Jungle Cruise was closed, but they called it the Land Cruise, and they actually <laughs> reenacted the uh, the actual ride out in front of the the attraction, and it was just hysterical. I have no idea what it looked like because you know, obviously, I'm listening to it, but it was hysterical just listening to these oh, people. Really? Yeah, just do the ride, and they're literally standing, you know, in front of the queue going into the Jungle Cruise. That's awesome. I would love to just <laughs> like stand there and watch them do that. That'd be funny. You have to wonder why the Jungle Cruise closed. Did somebody like fall in the water and get eaten by a hippo <laughs> or something? He was over at Disneyland, so I think it was one of their uh, scheduled maintenance or something like that. So, like a refurb or something, and that's just what they did to to kill time, I guess. Right. And uh, I think another one of mine. It's not. It is an attraction, but it's a roaming one. It's Citizens of Hollywood. That's at uh, the studios. If you ever have a chance and they're um are doing a skit or just are strolling by like stop and interact with them it's super fun it's engaging the characters that they have are just over the top and just hysterically funny this last trip we was walking by and uh and they was was filming a scene with this little boy that they picked out and producer was trying to get this kid to do different things for the, the scene in the shot. And like every time that he would say action, the kid would do the exact opposite of what he was told to do. And the <laughs> producer was just, he took it ad-libbed everything. I mean, he was playing along with this kid. I mean, it, it took like 10 or 15 minutes for this kid to actually do it right. But the whole thing was just hysterically funny and i know that disney has scaled back the performers like that but the citizens of hollywood are just fantastic yeah they I are think, good. yeah i was gonna say i think the best part about that show are, are the unsuspecting guests that don't know what's going on and they either right. are standing on they come walking up seeing what's going on or they're walking by and they're just constantly get, being made fun of by these you know by the, the street atmosphere people that's that's the best part of those shows yeah, see, like on my list, I had the the jammers on there because I always love when the jammers in Epcot all of a sudden start playing music and people are like, what? Wait, what? Wait, aren't these guys <laughs> picking up garbage and now they're playing music? I always <laughs> I always enjoy that. You know, some catching the people's reactions to that. Like I said, sad that they have have downsized that, but if you do, uh, if you take and catch them, it's it's really good. Yeah, similar to that, another thing that I had on my list is the, and they're not quite so hidden or unsuspecting now but the little fountains that are, are set up that you see the kids playing on but you always get the one random kid that walks up and is looking <laughs> yes. down at the and oh trying gosh, to find yes. out where the water's coming for and they get squirted right in the face and i love that 
as I was saying, having kids that want to go play in that, I'll, I'll let them go play in it just because I know there's going to be one kid at least that comes up and is looking for the water and gets sprayed right in the face and just uh-huh. makes, it, <laughs> it makes it worth it. Oh, you can't help but laugh and they're and they're running away screaming and crying, Mommy, Mommy! Oh, it's so funny though. Those things are always fun and, and like the camel that's in Adventureland. Um, right. I take and, and steer people like to that when... Uh, we took our the whole family down and everyone was just like following me basically but i took and steered us my wife and mother-in-law like right into the the path of the camel and it's like it sprayed over top of them actually it missed them but it was funny because they could hear it like splash the ground and and uh they took and turned around and looked up but i was just cracking up and uh and she was like you did that on purpose didn't you i said yep <laughs> you know what i also love is Going into Epcot and going into, um, what is it called? I don't even know what it's called now. Ice Station Cool, the new uh, Coca-Cola store. The Club Cool? Club Cool, yeah. Going in there and taking people who have never experienced Beverly. You know, you start <laughs> trying all the different flavors and saving Beverly for last. I love yeah. the unsuspecting newbie who's never experienced that before in their life. I have yet to have anybody who actually liked it. But everybody that I've ever had it do, they're like, oh, gosh, this is disgusting. How can anybody drink this? And it is pretty bad. I don't know how anybody can drink it. But it is funny seeing people's reactions. Even with somebody who's been there before, just going there and watching other people's reactions, trying Beverly for the first time is hilarious. It's not that bad if you try that one first. But if you try it last, like after the sweet stuff, and then you get that sour punch of Beverly, is when it's been like sweet, sugary, sweet, sugary, and then just a punch of sour just hits you. And it's, oh man. Yeah, it, it's a blast to watch people um, do that. But I think a bunch of times that um, it's a fake, bellished uh, like reaction. But. If you do get that one, a true just like pucker face and turn around and <laughs> and a uh, couple of swear words here and there is always funny. <laughs> when they drink it, they're just like, oh, that's so terrible. <laughs> yeah, when we went in January with my family, I took my niece in there who had not had it yet. And I had the phone already. I was like, all right, I'm going to get get me a Beverly video. She takes a swig of it. She looks at me, she's like, hmm, it's not that bad. And goes, it, she like goes back for seconds and thirds. And I was like... Well, you just ruined everything. I just, I just walked out. I was like, I don't even want to drink anything. I'm done. Yeah, that's ruined. What's the like point? You can cut the phone up ready to take a video so that you can shame her for life, and then it's like it's ruined. Yeah, yeah I was just like... Because she liked it. You just killed my fun for the day. So I was like, I just walked out. I'm done. <laughs> the only other thing that I, that I had that I thought was funny about the parks is, you know, these grown men that, you know, take hours out of each week to sit in the room and discuss Disney. Oh, wait a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Those losers are funny. (laughs) Or they end up talking about accent chairs. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Another one that I absolutely love is the is going into Soren and the pre-show for Soaring and you have Patrick going um, (laughs) um, how does he say it exactly? Um to the guy with the hat, he goes, uh, you know, put away especially all these babies. Yeah, especially you know, put all the way everything underneath the chair, especially these babies. And the guy takes off the the Mickey ears, and you're just 
<laughs> laughing because a guy's got like no hair under there. It's terrible to say, but it's just so funny because you're not thinking that you're gonna, he's going to have not have hair under there. It's just you know he's got Mickey ears on the top of his head and pulls it off, and there's nothing underneath. And it's, it's just so funny. It's just a simple little gag that uh, every pretty much everybody is laughing during it. To tell you the truth, I don't know if I've ever caught that. Really? I mean, I've watched I've watched him take the ears off, but I've I've never watched that. Cl- it's it's a safety spiel thing. I mean, I have pay attention to those to begin with, and maybe that's why I lost my finger in the pirate's water. But you know, <laughs> but yeah, I, I I've I've never noticed that. So I'll, yeah, I'll have, have to, to watch make sure it. I, yeah, I have to pay attention next time. Hello and welcome to Sword. I am your chief flight attendant, Patrick. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> love that spiel. It's one of the best safety spiels ever. It is, and and that's those touches that Disney does. That it's a safety spiel. It's just like uh, what Matt said. I mean, everybody knows it's a safety spiel. It is boring, but at Disney, they take and they plus it up, as they say. But yeah, those are always funny to watch when they do those. I think that one the last one that I've got, and then uh, we've got like ton of responses, uh, which was really cool. But the Country Bear Jamboree. I know that blood on the side. <laughs> I know that especially that song it just gets me every time I love that song I it's just entire show and I know it's it's an old attraction and it and people it's basically just a place to sit down and get yourself some air conditioning but I just love that show it just it always brings a smile to my face and I tap along and and sing along to it. it. It's just a fun show. It, it's not a thrill ride or Frozen Ever After, but but uh, uh. Well, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> but it's one of those that if you just want, you know, a good just like a fun show to just to sit down and enjoy it. It's a must do for like uh, us on every trip because we just have to see that show. It's it's fantastic. Yeah, I am not a fan of that. I'm not. I know you're not. No, I'm not a fan <laughs> at all. That's not I even can't. one of those I can go there and take a nap in. It's just I'm not a fan. <laughs> I was say I, I can't even remember the last time I set foot. I, I, I walk by and I say, you know, it'd be nice to go back and see it again. But I always find something else, and I've never gone back in there. I just like even that one shortening song. It didn't help it. Well, yeah, no, it didn't. But but oh, look it, who's back. yeah, yeah. Hey, it's either like it's one of those that you love it. Or skip it. It's one. It, it, there's no real like in between with that one. Scott, just spit some out real quick because we're we have a lot of responses to go through. Yeah, no worries. I'll do uh, one that I know is not going to be on Matt's list for sure. One of my absolute favorites now is the Frozen sing along at Studios, especially the um, Arendelle historians, the storytellers that are in there. If you get the right couple of them, they are absolutely hilarious. And what I like about it is they keep the show real and fresh as far as jokes that are pertinent to today and things that are in the news so i've always enjoyed them and i always get a good laugh out of them the guest on meet and greet you know i've, I've only watched him i've not personally met him but sitting there and watching him uh, most people have seen his youtube videos jungle cruise when you're backed up and they kind of have to ad lib even more than they do normally and try to come up with some um kind of jokes on the fly that's always been fun and one that I always enjoy, especially when friends are in town, is the photo pass pictures on the rides and how not only are you and your party doing it, but how other people in, in the ride vehicles that are with you that you don't know how they're reacting to the photos. So that's always been fun. Yeah, with those photos pass, photo pass pictures, I like to, if I'm there with someone who doesn't know that they're aware, is to make a funny face at them. 
you know <laughs> so when they get on at the end of the ride you know you, you whatever you want to put ears on their head or or just stick your tongue out on them or or whatever it is but doing something like that is hilarious and they get to see that and they're like how did you know that was coming it's like i've been on this ride like 70 times <laughs> like, i mean come on you don't think i know by now guest on interaction is really fun i've done it like twice where um, um there was a short uh wait and stuff and it's just it's always fun to, to walk up and mess with him because he, he's just so like, quick-witted and it's fun to, to feed off of that and mess with him yeah i love some of the videos for guest on i've always missed time and he's never out when i'm when i've been there but he's great i, don't know, I just went blank i don't know go ahead <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you know, we have a lot of listener responses out there, so we'll start with some of those. Um, the first one, I think, is on Facebook here, is uh, from Jennifer Brown. The look on a certain tiki bird's face, Keith, when he insists on spinning the teacups really, really fast, attempting to make me <laughs> sick. <laughs> so yeah. That's Keith's wife. <laughs> you sick individual, you. <laughs> well, <laughs> to be fair, uh, she... <laughs> Always asks me not to, which if anybody knows me, if you tell me not to do something, I'm going to do it. Um, so if she says, you know, would you please not spin it fast today? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's <laughs> that teacup's going to spin off its hinges. That's the, right. That's pretty much how that goes. So how many times do you walk off there being the sick one? And she's looking at you like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Actually, no, that uh, it doesn't bother me. I don't know if I'm just accustomed to spinning or <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, <laughs> my head's always <laughs> spinning, but um, but uh, it doesn't seem to bother me. It's always fun to, to watch her like I close her eyes and try and, and focus on something else <laughs> or like whatever it is to try and not get dizzy. Um, Ethan Grisham, after it happened the first time, we wrote it together. I always hope the air cannons and journey into imagination with figment blast my wife's tail all over her face. When the lights come back on, the first ride through, and it was just a mess. We laughed so hard. Next, Paul Tarwicky, the ghosts that pop up towards the end of the Haunted Mansion. I know they're there. I know they're going to pop up, and yet I still ha laugh, and I get a little started too. Those were so much better when they had the, the sound coming out of them years back, and they used to, used to always make me laugh, but yeah, they're pretty cool. Uh, we had one from James Jamie Price. He said, Goofy or Donald character interactions, singing the wrong lyrics to Splash Mountain's How Do You Do and Big Al. <laughs> There's nothing funnier than blood on the saddle. There you go, Keith. You, you got a partner. <laughs> yes. There's two of us in the world. <laughs> There's a lot more than two, I'm sure. Yeah, sure. Uh, David Benner, he said, Seeing adults as excited as their kids to rel relive the magic makes me smile. And then you get the bill, and then the smile's gone. Yeah, exactly. Next one we have is from Nathan Trent. I'm not singing this, but he said, Mama, don't whoop little Buford. No privacy at all around this place. Oh, you almost did it. I, I can I can talk like him. I'm not going to sing, because I'm definitely <laughs> not a singer. Better you than me. I can't sing or talk that. Next one comes from Melanie Klatfelter. She said, choosing different language settings on Spaceship Earth and sometimes realizing how much we understand. I'm going to have to do that one next time. <laughs> oh, I've done that. It's fun. I've always been told you, uh, if you put it in like a, one of the foreign languages and then put your headphones on and play the Jeremy Irons version, it's so much better. So I have to do that too. 
All right, next one is Troy Richard. He said, I will never forget how hard we laughed when we rode Spaceship Earth the first time after they started the interactive video at the end of the ride. Nice. <laughs> if the camera's working. And next one is from Lou Moulton, and he said, when the entire family laughs together in the end scene of Carousel Progress after Mom says she's starving, that cracks me up. <laughs> There's so many good ones in Carousel of Progress. Yeah, <laughs> that entire ride. Uh-huh. You could spend an hour talking about it. Right. Next, Michael Sullivan. Even though I've seen it probably 30 times, Muppet still makes me laugh every time. Galen Chev. Jungle Cruise can't get enough of those puns. Mitchell Frost, Donald, and Philhar Magic. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Yeah. Uh, Rob Myrick kept it real short. He said, other guests. <laughs> <laughs> Draw your own conclusion short, on that to one. to the point. <laughs> that's a whole like, other episode with that one. <laughs> uh, Nikki Manley said, the male historian in the Frozen sing-along. And Lisa Green said, writing Tower of Terror always makes me laugh. And Tom Brown says, being a kid again, which is always a good one. Hi, Tom Dad. Murray. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say it. On this one, yeah. <laughs> Tom Murray said various parts of Muppet Vision 3D and now heading over to Twitter our friends Carmen Peas and Carrots at Peas and Carrots 3 said believe it or not the historians in the Frozen sing-along make me laugh as long as I can only see it once a year next uh, John Aoki on Twitter is Waldorf and Statler at the Muppets yep I agree there Next, Ash and G at uh, that discount couple 15. Paging Mr. Morrow. Mr. Tom Morrow makes us laugh every time. That is hilarious, too. That is a good one. <laughs> Kevin at Terrible Pirate 7. Picking the nose of the gift shop troll in Norway. <laughs> <laughs> and airtime in the Tower of Terror. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Dr. Tigris at Dr. Tigger. Says Splash Mountain watching guests come down from come down the flume ashley withers at ashwee 3488 says tower of terror the combination of the thrill and not knowing when you'll drop makes me laugh uncontrollably mark and jim at jim mark 1605 said the front seat the front front seat of the front car on space mountain i have no clue where i'm going but i'm heading there giggling <laughs> <laughs> that's a good one i like that one Amber at Pastry Goblin. I'm a sucker for corny jokes on Jungle Cruise with the right skipper and in Hoopty Doo. Also hysterical laughter on Tower of Terror. Pooh Sticks at Jeffrey Sites. Nice name. The Hairy Leg. And Mouse World ADV at Mouse World ADV says the Carousel Progress end scene with the virtual reality game. Just how bad it is compared to today's tech. Mallory O'Brien at, at Mallory O'Brien. Hi, Mallory. Hi, Mallory. When the lights go down and all the kids start screaming from the overhead spiders in It's Tough to Be a Bug. Oh, me. That's a good one. That is good. I could just, you know, like see her just uncontrollably just cracking up laughing and all these people are screaming in, in horror. And That's great. Derek at DM Depot 85, when John from uh, Carousel Probably says, don't worry, Patricia, they're friends. When she says, Papa, I'm indecent. Guess me every time. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it is hilarious. Another classic line. Yep. Annette, which is uh, a pair a pair C666. G-forces and airtime from coasters and drops in mission space. And spinning teacups at high velocity gets me giggling. Uh, Cindy Changi at 11, I'm guessing. Sorry, I probably <laughs> butchered that one. Uh, at CCY11 said Schweitzer Falls every time. 
Aob at yeah, Aob at Ascertain Girl says, Odie on TT R Williams. The pants are full. I don't know if I get that one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. <laughs> uh, Krista at McRyan says, "The citizens of Hollywood. I miss many of the acts that are no no more like the Public Works and Francis Flute." Those are good ones. Can't beat the citizens. Next is K at IMK. The Frozen sing along in Hollywood Studios is hysterical. Agreed. Mike Radosti at M Radosti says, "Lurk, lurk, lurk." I don't know that one. Neither. Uh, Brian and Appleman three six five at WDW Chat Games. Chief flight attendant David Putty gets me every time. <laughs> at Disney again goes says the scared dog walker on haunted mansion. All of milf turtle talk and the price of beer. Jeez, <laughs> yeah, <geez. laughs> yeah. Beer's expensive. Wow. <laughs> Nathan, the Bronco truck. How ugly Guardians Breakout is. <laughs> Andy Ty says Sam Eagle and Muppet Vision, the man with the garlic clove shape hat and spaceship Earth. Yeah, some really good ones. We got some good glass out of those. Yeah. The price of beer. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank you. thank you everybody for submitting price of anything. We had a great turnout on this one. That's going to do it for this week. First, we want to thank our sponsors, Kingdom Strollers. Kingdom Strollers provides premium stroller and crib rentals delivered straight to your Disney resort. For more information, please visit KingdomStrollers.com. Check out Mickey Monthly to have magic from the parks delivered straight to your door. Or visit MickeyMonthly.com for more information. Also, head over to MyFantasyBands.com where you get customized magic band covers for your next Walt Disney World vacation. You can use the code EnchantedTikiTalk20 to save 20%. Off your custom order at myfantasybands.com. Be sure to let us know what you thought about the show. Head over to enchantedtikitalk.com or facebook.com slash enchantedtikitalk to leave a comment about the show. You may email us at podcast at enchantedtikitalk.com and leave us a message on the Tiki Talk hotline, which is 256-4MY-TIKI. That's 256-469-8454. Check out our store at redbubble.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Tiki Talk Podcast. Lastly, if you enjoyed the show, please take the time to rate us on iTunes. And you can find me on Twitter at One Minute Disney Dream. That's one M I N Disney Dream. MouseWorldVacations.com and MousePros.com. And you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Dolewhip Daily. And you can find me on Twitter at Scotty Campbell or on Instagram at Scotty Boy. I'm on Instagram and Twitter at mholly579. Also TikiTrot.com. With all that being said, thanks for joining us, Alan. It's all you, my friend. Thanks for listening this week for Sean and Keith and Matt. I'm Alan, and this has been Enchanted Tiki Talk. Aloha. Scott, I thought you actually quit the show after you just disappeared on us. <laughs> I don't know what, like, I went out to talk to Muslim. I'm like, did internet go out? What's going on? I'm... I'm using, I'm not even on my Wi-Fi right now, and she couldn't get anything to work on her devices, so I went, unplugged the router, plugged it back in. But it let me join the call, and I could hear, like, a half of a second of you talking, and then it would just drop the call, and then it would say, join call. So I just kept doing it, and it wouldn't do anything. So I don't know what was going on. We we voted you off. Yeah. (laughs) It was a secret secret ballot. It was a secret (laughs) ballot. You're off. Yeah, sorry about that. We had I ended up just downloading Skype on my phone and went this way, so I didn't get to use my mic or anything, but sorry about <laughs> that.
Took it worked out. I mean, it was still there. Yeah, we did fine without you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Enchanted Tiki Talk has been brought to you by MousePros.com. Log on to MousePros.com to plan your perfect Disney vacation. And Mickey Monthly, where you can get the park sent directly to you. And by Kingdom Strollers. Visit KingdomStrollers.com on your next visit to Orlando. Or call 407-271-5301 for premium stroller and crib rentals. Thanks for listening to Enchanted Tiki Talk.